And now, Jalen and Jacoby. Where the fuck is Trump? Head to dead. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need. Worry about my posse getting jumped. Cause if we ever do, yo TV pop the trunk. Cause we make a pop the trunk and hit the switch. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. <laughs> give me a po-boom, po-boom. He is Jalen Anthony Rose. What up, Dell? I'm David Jacoby. And on the cool check-in. Center stage on the mic. And we're putting it on wax. It's the new stuff. We're Jalen Jacoby. What do we do? We get the people what they want. Can I give a quick shout out? No. I have to give this one. This is the part where I talk. I know, but this is really this important. This is the to part me. where I talk. I, 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 have, I have to give a shout to our founder. Derail. The leader of the ringer. Our brother. The pop father. Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons. Because as I look up at these pictures so, on the you wall. You know what's happening to Bill? You know what's happening to Bill? I got, I got a Bill Bill news update. He's turning 50. He's turning 50 years turning old. 50. You got to go represent because when his I'm party go. happens, I I'm think November go. 1st, that's a Friday, and I'll be here. It's November 8th, which is a Friday. Yep, but I'll be here doing countdown. But the reason why I wanted to derail the show and shout out our brother is because can you bring the audience behind the curtain? Mm-hmm. To the day when Bill walked in the studio and I changed the pictures. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. See, Jalen Rose cares about the topics we discuss. He cares about what he wears. He cares about his his hairline. He cares about his family. (laughs) But there is nothing, nothing in the world that Jalen Rose cares about more than the pictures behind him. Honestly, honestly, like we could just be doing... We could be doing like like college baseball topics for an hour. He wouldn't even care. He wouldn't even be like, "Where's the good stuff?" But <laughs> if we changed the pictures behind him, he he would walk off the set. Yes. And he started slowly but surely when we had the Grantland Studio, switching a picture here, <laughs> swapping out a picture there. He brought some stuff from home. Like, but what you brought from Bruce home? Lee picture? Yeah, the Bruce Lee picture. Dog, it was like <laughs> life class, life size. It was life size. And somebody stole but it. They're probably in Harlan's house right now. What you don't understand is you need smaller pictures that fit in the frame or whatever. Like, you I didn't, didn't know get that at the point. Remember, you brought the Gucci, uh, no, the Jeezy plaque. The Jeezy plaque you brought. You're like, yo, this is dope. I'm like, dog, it's eight feet by six feet. <laughs> Does not work. Our studio's not even, the wall is not even that big in the studio. <laughs> but he started switching out little pictures here and there. And then one day, Bill walked in to do the BS report. He looked on the wall. He looked at me. He goes, a lot of Jalen in here. <laughs> I, thought, I thought this is my studio. A lot of Jalen in here. But let me tell you, something, let me take you behind the curtain on something more important about the Podfather. There was a time where me and the Podfather would play pick up basketball twice a week. And he's not going to out-jump anybody. He's not going to outrun anybody. No. But if you give him 17 feet the art from of the, the baseline. Ain't lost on from him. From the baseline. Because here's because you know me. I'm not a scorer. I'm a distributor. But I look like I can score. <laughs> when I'm driving to the hole, I'll drag his defender, kick to him in the baseline. Thank you, Ranch. But I, I said I'm not a scorer. No, 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 no. You upped yourself. I look like I'm going to score. I look like I'm going to score. No, you said I look like a scorer. No, you no, don't. No, no. What I meant to say is I look like, I look like I'm going to score. There you I go. I look like I want to shoot the ball. There but you I don't go. want to shoot the ball. I am scared. We I'm keep a each other accountable around here. Fair. That's totally fair. But if you give him that pass and he's sitting there in the baseline, he steps into it. He's got a weird little jump shot. For someone who's watched a lot of basketball, 
I don't know how his form ended up like that, <laughs> but he hits it. Like I'm talking like 70%. Like when he misses it, you're surprised. I don't like when I kick it to him in that spot, I don't go for the rebound. I just start running back on defense. Big shout to the pod father. Shout Without out. the pod father, I wouldn't be here. That's mutual. Fact. Yep. Okay. Reg, it's time for the two hot for TV. Too hot for TV. We had Gucci Mane in here yesterday. Gucci! And he's married to wonderful white power couple, Keisha Cure. We love power couples on this program. What Gucci did is he reposted a meme of himself. And it was a picture of him and his wife. And the commentary above him and his wife was, um, it, she was there through drugs Gucci, cheating Gucci, wild Gucci, jail Gucci, and now look at them now, right? Like, like, like that's a ride or die. Progression. That's the commentary. Yes. There was some backlash. Thick and thin. There was some backlash. No. There was some backlash. There was some backlash. They, these people, whoever had backlash, they never been in a relationship. That's, that's, that's fair. That, that's fair. You must not know how relationships work. <laughs> that's fair. I'm not saying in every relationship there's someone who who violates it, cheats, and does all the things that Gucci Mane has done and is now in his past. Anybody can sit up and complain about their mate all day if they wanted to. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that's pretty much what I do. My, my wife has good reason to complain. I have no reason to complain. Anybody complain about they made if they of really course, want to. Of course. You know what? You know what? You know one thing about relationships that really bothers me? We never fight. You have like a friend, big Danny, like, oh, y'all, like, you ever go toe to toe? Oh, no, we have, we've never had That's a fight. That's a lie. It, we've never had a fight. That's a lie. No, it's like, then y'all are really not in love. That's a lie. Like, then, then y'all Because your mate's love. about to challenge you, too. Of course. Because, by the way, I was here until one in the morning last night. And it's just like we talked about with Matt Barnes. Just because I get off work at 1 a.m., that don't mean I go to sleep at 101. What are you implying? I'm implying that my wife called me. We got a room, called the hotel, made them come and knock on the door. Because had she not done that, I'd probably still be asleep right now. Oh, wait a second, wait a second. Time out, time out. Hit the brakes, Reg. Hit the brakes, Reg. So she left for work. Not happy with me. You're still in bed. Correct. You're out. Out. So she calls the hotel. No, she calls my cell phone. Doesn't pick up. Don't pick up. She FaceTimed me. Don't pick up. And then she called the hotel. I was like, please knock on room. No, she called the hotel room. Oh, wow. And she loves you. The phone ain't next to the bed. I did. I can't the make this up. Next to the bed no, in the hotel? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's not how, that's not how that works. Exactly. It's like. Are you lying? Why would I make this up? I've I brought it up. I a hotel room when the phone was next I to the bed. I didn't either. I will say the name of the hotel. I'm don't, telling you. Don't. I'm telling you. <laughs> People find you. I'm telling you. It, it's a cordless phone, but it's not plugged up oh, next you. to the bed. I got you. Okay. Okay. So I heard it ring, but I was tired. And I was thinking it might be my wake up call. I'm about to get up. We can blow through that one. Yeah. I'm about to get up. And then all of a sudden, somebody come banging on the door like they're the police. And then initially I get mad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why is somebody banging on the door? You can knock. You know, that works. They want to wake you up. Or they just thought something was wrong with me because I don't know what she said to them. You my, see what I'm saying? My husband might be dead. Yeah, in room, exactly. In room exactly. 42. Exactly. So they bang on the door. 
Your wife looking for you. She want to call you. She said you need to be at work right now. And they're looking for you. So this is one of the perks of working with your wife. First of all, big shout to Molly Karen Rose. My wife, the second she leaves the hotel room, she's not worried about me at all. <laughs> not worried about me at all. So another follow-up question. How many minutes from she that? She got three kids. How many minutes from that knock on yeah. the door to you being on television? You ready for this? I woke up at 9.03. I took a shower to like 9.10. Okay. I left the room at 9.20. I was here at 9.30. I was on TV at like 9.33 doing a hit with Jay Williams and Mike Greenberg. So 32 minutes from unconscious dreaming drooling to on TV. Good for you. Good for you. First of all, you did something I don't do in the morning. Take a shower. Shower. (laughs) (laughs) It's Funky Thursdays today. It's Funky Thursday. Late, we got 9.15 start in the rec league game. Get out of there. 10.30. 10.30. What happened in the rec league game? Big win. Big win for the Flyers. One of us is a baller. You got to give us an update. Last season, we were 2-8. and eight. This season, 4-1. and one. Turning it around. Any Turning changes around. to the roster? No. We don't change the roster. Loyal, man. We're loyal. We're loyal. And every we were 2-8 and eight last season. The league is like, do you guys want to drop down a division? <laughs> do you want to drop down a division? We're like, no, man. I don't want to drop down a division. I'm not getting relegated. This is not the premiership. Big rec league game for me. Hit a couple threes, which I never do. I'm a three. My career three point percentage is like twelve percent. It's like like it's, it's honestly. like Ben Simmons, Jacoby, yes. Zion. Oh yeah, they like they, they left me wide open. They just, for looked, a reason. They just looked me up and down. They're like, I saw you warm up, Doug. Open for like, a reason. We're leaving you open. Big win for us. But I get out of there at ten thirty. We like to have just we like to have post post game meetings. You know what I mean. Like to discuss in post game. He Funker calls you OB one. Say oh, represent it. He Funk. That's my that's Prentice Frank. That's my best friend from high school. Shout out. That's my guy. That's See, my that's why the IG Live interactive is that's money. My guy, big shout. We call him Ain't first that right, class. Rossi. He's and first Darwin class. Darwin and Freddie. He's first class. Robbie and Ram Beats and Alan Phillips. Don't do this. Don't do this. You ever, for, I, this has bothered me for eight years. We start I, reading names. I remember when Duh, we first okay. started, when Twitter those, first started. Oh, God. Those five people are very happy right now. The 100,000 that are listening. So you got you got <laughs> 99,995 people don't want to hear that. But those five people, very happy. But you know what I learned? No. I'd rather have five loyal fans than 100,000 die easy ones. Moral of the story. I didn't shower. Nope. But, <laughs> but here's the secret. If you don't shower, so I went to bed after ball, didn't shower, woke up, got my clothes, left the house, didn't shower. But if you don't shower, here's the secret. Extra deodorant, extra cologne. So just mask that funk. So, so you know what else? Mask the You funk. know what else I realized never happens in the Jacoby household on nights you play basketball between the times you go to work? What? You don't have any sexual intercourse, clearly. Jalen, so the machine in front of you, that silver machine, it's a microphone. What that does is it records your voice, and then that signal goes to Los Angeles where Reg the Ledge is. And then what Reg does is he puts the podcast together, uploads it to a server in which the entire world can access it. I just want you to understand how this works. I mean, you might not, you know, you know, I know you're an athlete. You've only been in the media for 20, what, 9, 15 years. So so this machine in front of you records your voice, and then that can be broadcast to the world. And also, that that file, that audio file, goes to a server, and it's accessible for eternity. So you would like me to discuss my sexual habits with my wife in this format? 
I do it. That's you. <laughs> That's you. I do it. How's low management coming? It's great. It's great. <laughs> How's low management? It's great. You got any updates? Well, no. I mean, you know, practice. Talk about practice. Well, you we know, talk about practice. Well, we talk about the game. Yeah, well, you know, we talk about practice. We talk about the game. Well, I was enthusiastic after a long day work yesterday. Mm-hmm. Don't I don't want to know any details. And I, I just stop. Just stop. Reggie, hit the brakes or cut the mics <laughs> or something. Just save Jalen. And, Please. And there's a level Stop of it. Jalen Rose. There's a different level of enthusiasm I have about the Jaylen. activity at Ooh, a hotel just, versus just, being at home. Oh, that's a fact. You got me now. You got me now. <laughs> you got me now. You got me now. When you're at a hotel, oh, you that, feel like. You know what's better than a vacation? Staycation. 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 Listen, if you're in a relationship right now, I'm telling you, you can spend $10,000. You can go to Greece, the Greek islands. You can go to Bali. You can go to the Maldives and be on one of those little bungalows that are above the water. You know those ones you see in the the pamphlets? You're rich. You've probably been there. But you know what's better than all that? Spend $200 on a staycation. Absolutely. Get some room service. So remember. Watch a movie. So when I get off work, remember, I get back to the room, 1.30 too. I don't want to hear. I want to have me a couple of glasses of wine, raid the bar a little bit, and then at that point, I'm trying to get in the bed. She's already asleep. I got the Heisman. Good for you. You deserved it. I got the Heisman. You deserved it. So you got off at one. Did you make a pit stop on the way home? Because you know you're fired up. You just did a show. The post show feeling. It's hard to just go what, straight. What you a, can't leave the set and then go straight to what, bed. What a couple of spots I would have liked to have hit. Closed at 12. Oh, yeah. That's the problem with the Seaport District. Closed at 12. Seaport not built I, like the I, rest I, of I was mad at New York last night. They say night. the city never sleeps. Did this district sleep? I was this mad at New like York me. City. The rest of the city is like me 10 years ago. This district is like me right now. And you know this. After I walk around for a mile, I'm like, oh, okay. I just got to raid the bar when I get to the room. So I do that. And then I, after that, I was enthusiastic. Thinking I was going to get in the bed. Stop and it. Stop it. Get, don't get in trouble. I got the highest. Don't get in trouble. I got the highest. Don't get in trouble. Because we always, me and you, like our our wives used to really pay attention to the, the content that we put out. They stopped doing that. Like she wife, watched the show one time this week. One time. And it had a nerve to notes. text us about that got notes. every we got notes. segment. We got oh, notes. you talking about oh, what oh, you did, oh, sleep strip. never back. The hits, the hits keep coming. You know, here's, oh, here's what she said when I got home. First off. What you described ain't sleep deprivation. It's insomnia. Mm, No. I'm telling you, these are the notes I got. We got to get Baxter Holmes on the show so we can discuss this. I will say (laughs) that when she did, when I first saw the text from her, I was like, oh, Molly's text. That's nice. Oh, I don't get too many Molly texts. Let me look at this. Oh, oh, Okay. I didn't know she watched the show. A block, B block. No, not just that. Not just that. It was at 5.30. We're not on at 5.30. So she DVR'd the show. Come in, Anita Marks. We got a special guest. <laughs> Anita Marks. DVR'd the show. Watched it later. Anita. Please join so us, Jaylen's Anita. wife is watching the show. For the first time ever. For the first time in a million years. She never, she don't support me. And then we get a text. The two of us. About some of the things that Jalen said about his old days when he played in the NBA. Well, okay. she 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 is she it, remember claims sleep deprivation story. Did you see that from Baxter Holmes? They're talking about NBA sleep deprivation is a big deal. You know, basically NBA players don't sleep, and eventually it's going to be bad for their lives and their bodies and whatever. And Jalen talked about his days when he had sleep deprivation and how I cured mine by feeling like I couldn't go to sleep alone. Okay, did you get a dog? <laughs> 
No. <laughs> That's what I... It, did you get a dog? I have, I have five. I have five dogs. Do you? Yes. It's, it's fantastic. Whatever area cult you're That's in. <laughs> That's too many dogs. No, it's not. No, 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 no. That's too many dogs. No, it's no not such thing. No we such thing as no too many dogs. You're just being nice to the guest. You have multiple See, you're, kids. You're different. <laughs> I will tell the truth. You'll be nice. No, I love dogs. No, dog. Okay, fine. I had a period in my life where I had three dogs. People, okay, three people dogs. People pay me. People pay me to come over and spend the night with my dogs. Pay me. No. You heard that? No, they pay don't. her. They don't do that. I had a period where I had three they dogs. They don't do that. That's not that's not okay. crazy. Five dogs is no. No, no, no. Unless you live like on a ranch in Texas. No. No, no, no. Five dogs. No, 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 no. No, no, no. So for our IG Live interactive supporters, as Anita gets mic'd up, I want to make sure that you guys get a chance to get some of the best betting advice, some of the best fantasy advice in the game. From the only podcast in the industry. Shout out to my brother JC keeping us tight, whether we have guests. Oh, I can't wait whether to talk to Anita about us. something. Anita, I want to talk to you about something. I want to talk about something. Anita Marks. Here's one thing I learned is Make this. sure you, you guys follow her, her movie. I want to talk about something. Talk about She's dogs. the best. I no, love I her so much. Dogs. I want to talk about Jalen's fantasy team because I feel like you are running his fantasy team right now. Um, I wish I she feel was. Like that's what's happening. Out. You ready for this? Next year? I feel like next that's year? what's happening. I next like year? You're going to give her the passcode and everything. You're, no. you're, you're yes. not even going to yes. set your own line. Yes. Yes. You're going yes. yes. to be Jerry Jones and she's going to be Jason Garrett. Yes. That's oh, how this please, is going to go. Don't call me Jason No. Garrett. That's how this is no. going to go. No. No. I'm a, no. She's going to be Jerry Jones. <laughs> and I'm going to be Jason Garrett. That's the problem with my team. That's the problem with my Good team. Point. Good yeah. point. She's going to be Jerry Jones. You're, you're just going to give her the passcode. It's going to be like week yeah. three. You're going to yes. be like, you know what? Here you go. Just take my passcode. Well, well, I didn't, take, I, take my phone. I, I started that a little bit, but I felt bad because I know, like, she has her own multiple jobs. And she has her own things happening. So I was like, you know, I'm going to just text her a few times. But now that I'm, what, two and four, Anita, I'm going to be begging you next year. Jerry Jones, we need you. I tried. I tried. He, he, not only that, he would not, he didn't even take my advice. Wait till you see what Josh Jacobs does against the Green Bay Packers this week. Just wait. Okay. I mean, I mean, right after we left the show last week, you gave us a great tip. Pick up the tight end from the Jets. So what was the name? Uh, Harden. Chris, Chris Herndon. Chris Herndon. Who, so um, I pick him up immediately on both I, my leagues. But uh, he, he, Damage his hamstring. That Just was your wait, fault. wait. You did this it's to all me. my it's a long fault. Season. So, to me. But wait until he's. I like to use the hashtag active and attractive. Wait till he's active. Okay. When he's active, he's going to be really attractive. All right. Um, played in very few games last year. Had I want to say 380 yards and four touchdowns. Sam Darnold loves this guy. He's just he's an uh, unbelievable Darnold, Darnold type. Looked good. Yeah, he did. He Watch out. Good. Just plus good. ten. Right, just so plus ten, plus money 10? So, so Anita, I know oh. we, I know we're gonna do this on the show. Okay, but, so why are we doing but, it now? But for no, but because she has a wealth of knowledge beyond what she can talk about on the show, like dogs. It's it, it's important for our IG interactive fans mm-hmm. that are degenerate gamblers, right? That play fantasy, that bet on sports. Mm-hmm. Can you just download a couple of tips for them to watch for this weekend in the, in the NFL? Just plus ten. Um, so since we're talking fantasy, let me say this. Uh, Josh Oliver is a tight end for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm -hmm. I've been waiting, waiting for him to be active. He's another tight end who hurt his hamstring. There's a chance that he might play for Jacksonville this week, if not week seven. 
this this kid is unbelievable. The the chemistry between him and Gardner Minshew, from what I hear at practice, when he does practice, limited of course, is unbelievable. And this is a year; it's like it's feast or famine when it comes to the tight end position, right? It's the mm-hmm. haves and the have nots. Oh, I've noticed, Henry. I if lost you, him for the year. There's a you, reason we all picked up Herndon. <laughs> if you have an opportunity to to and you've got space on your bench. Pick him up now because, especially as the season progresses, Jacksonville has really fantastic matchups in the passing game. So Josh Oliver would be a tight end out there that I would pick up. What about the Cowboys passing game? Cooper may or may not play. Yeah, I love, um, and we're going to get into it in the show, but, uh, but. Michael Gallup is probably one of my my favorite wide receiver sleepers this week. Going up against uh, the Eagles secondary, that's just horrendous. They've given up 11 receiving touchdowns, the most fantasy football points to wideouts uh, this season. So, yeah, I love Michael Gallup this week. You know what? I think it's time to do the show. But before we do that, do you have big dogs or little dogs? I have little dogs. Five little tiny dogs? Do you want to see them? Yes, we want to see them and their names. What are their names? I don't want to see them. Okay, so my oldest is 19. Oh, 19. Yes. You're a great parent. Yes, I am. Nineteen. This is the, this is the secret, people. Feed your dogs no grain food, no grain food, and also give them tripe in the morning. That should be their first tripe. Tripe is, tripe is stomach like, lining. It, it tripe is like a probiotic for dogs, and it, and it and it keeps. It's like I ordered it's like, tripe soup once, and I did not realize what it was. I was like, that sounds good. Tripe, yeah, it's, it's a fish, right? It's fantastic. So fish. my oldest, I have two rat terriers. My they're my oldest, nineteen and eighteen. They're rat terriers. Her name. I lived in New Orleans for three years, so I love jazz and blues. So my oldest is named Billy. I named her after Billy Holiday. Mm-hmm. My second is Mila, and then I have three Chihuahuas. Chihuahuas, by the way, are the most euthanized dog uh, because nobody wants Chihuahuas. But my Chihuahuas are very special. Um, my oldest is Suki. I named her after Suki Stackhouse because I love. Duh. I love. Of course, her. you don't have to tell me about Suki Stackhouse. I love True Blood. I love Lafayette. Oh, is my, my guy. Oh, one of the best characters ever in the history yeah, of television. Cultural. And no, um, no, no. I got a story about True Blood. She's like, she's a little three pound Chihuahua, and then um, and then my two boys. I named my oldest boy Satchmo after Louis Armstrong, mm-hmm. and my little one. He's. Fluffy white with big blue eyes, and I live in Hoboken, so Hoboken, the birthplace of Frank Sinatra. So I named him Frankie. Oh, I, 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 I know how I was on the show. I have a 20 second method but man story. But Reggie loved this podcast. 20 second method though. man story. Very quick. My friend had a meeting with Method Man. Go to his hotel room. He opens the door and he's like, shh, don't talk to me. We'll start in 20 minutes. I gotta finish True Blood. <laughs> True Blood is not cultural. Let's get people what they want. <laughs> the biggest game of the weekend. Everyone's got their eyes on it. Cowboys are always a big draw, and this is a division battle between the Eagles and the Cowboys. Anita, what should we key on in this game? A uh, few things. Number one, Dak pressured 43% of his dropbacks. Mm. Does not look like Tyron Smith. His offensive lineman is going to be back. And this is an Eagles defense, even though their secondary is horrible. Yes. Their defensive line is exceptional. Dak QB rating 61 when under pressure, 122 without. He's going to be under pressure on Monday night. Also, Ezekiel Elliott against the Eagles. Eagles 29% of the runs against their defense, zero yards, number one in the NFL. So it's not going to be an easy night for Ezekiel Elliott either. Um, I'm sorry, Sunday night, Sunday night. Amari Cooper, um, he does not look like he's going to go. If he does go, he's going to be really banged up. So I do like Michael Gallup in this game. We're going to get into some prop bets and some of the uh, sleeper mm-hmm. fantasy guys that I like. But I really like the Eagles here, plus three. I might even tease them up to plus nine. So let's imagine you like the Eagles. 
No, Tease him up. No, we'd have to imagine. I, I, okay. Like the, okay. no, I was going somewhere with it. I was transitioning. I like you like the Eagles. Right. And let's imagine they lose this game, the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. That means four straight losses, and there's going to be more heat on a gentleman by the name of Jason Garrett. For sure. Anita, do you think there's a potential for a mid-season firing of Jason Garrett? Mm. Um, It's a great question. Uh. I, I don't. I don't believe that Jerry Jones will fire Jason Garrett midseason. Mm-hmm. But if this Dallas – all we heard coming into this year, right, was that this, this is the best Dallas Cowboys team that they've had in a long time, maybe ever. Like if they don't make it to the postseason, they don't make it to the playoffs, I think Jason Garrett is out. I think Jason yeah. Garrett is out. And I've got an interesting Jason Garrett story for yes. you. Oh, yes, oh, yes, oh, yes, yes. So, <laughs> you guys are adorable. So, <laughs> I, so I worked in Baltimore for, for four years. And while I was there in 2008, Brian Billick out the door. They were looking for a new head coach. They brought Jason Garrett in, wined and dined him, showed him around Charm City. That's the nickname for Baltimore, by the way. And offered him the job. He said, I'll be right back. Went into a room, called Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones said, don't take it, dude. I'll make you the highest paid offensive coordinator in the NFL. And by the way, you'll get the head coaching job when Wade Phillips is out next year. Sure enough, that's what happened in Dallas, by the way. What did the Baltimore Ravens do? They went to John Harbaugh, who got highly recommended by Bill Bill Belichick, um, even from the Andy Reid tree, but kind of still in the same kind of like coaching mentality. They draft Joe Flacco and Ray Rice. They win a Super Bowl in 2013. What does Jason Garrett have? Nothing. Nothing. May not have been the right decision, Jason. May have, should have. I just, here's the thing. That was great. great story. I, yes. love, I love Ozzie Newsome. I think, I, and, and Eric DaCosta has taken over for him. I think one of the best owners in Steve Bishotti. I love that organization. They do it right. I just don't think it was the right decision for, like, money was there. Highest paid offensive coordinator. And then, of course, he got the head coaching job, but, um, but I just, shown a lot. it's well, like, I feel like it's a scene out of like, um, Julia Roberts, right? When she like walked into, um, the, the store when they went, they went, they went in the And she was back. like, yeah. huge mistake. Huge mistake. <laughs> so you brought up Andy I, I feel Reed. like a scene from that. You brought up Andy Reid. And the Chiefs will be on the field tonight, Thursday night football. They'll be in Denver playing the Broncos, coming off a couple losses. Do you think that Mahomes' lack of production, the Chiefs' lack of winning games, is because of his health? Um, I, listen, they've been struggling before he tweaked his ankle. Mm, so yes. I don't. I, so I, I mean, listen, does it change the way that he's able to maneuver and do all these phenomenal things on the football field? Absolutely. But here's some stats for you, okay? Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, only 49% of their passing in the red zone results in a touchdown. Last year was 66%. Ooh. They're only getting into the red zone to attempt it 14% of the time. Last year was 37%. And this week going up against Denver, they are third best in the NFL. Um, only converting 46% of red zone possessions for touchdowns with their defense. Vic Fangio, this defense has been developing. They're finally, they're finally tweaking. Denver, best in the red zone, next to third best, next to the Patriots and the San Francisco 49ers. And I share all those stats to say, it's going to be a long night tonight for Patrick Mahomes and this Kansas City team. I love Denver plus three tonight, by the way. Love them. I think, I think, uh, Lindsay is going to run all over this Kansas City. They're giving up 180 plus rushing yards each game for the past four straight games. Lindsay, prop bet I love over 70 and Wait, a half Anita, rushing hold on. yards. Quick tonight. timeout. Sure. Sounds like we're headed to the degenerate fan corner. Are we? <laughs> Sounds like we're headed to the degenerate fan yes, corner. We start yes. giving out. Let me bite my fingernails. Let's run, go. Don't yeah. walk. Let's, Let's go. Run. <laughs> okay. 
You started mentioning some prop bets. Yes. We're in the degenerate fan corner now. I love, can we just so live here? Let's can imagine. Can we just live here There are some day? people watching the show that may live in a state where sports gambling is now legal. How beautiful. Or have yeah. telephones. And they were watching the show. They could call somewhere where it is. And they are <laughs> just looking for some information from you. Okay. So let's talk. All right. So the Thursday night game. Like we'll I said, I like I like Denver plus three. I might even tease them up to plus nine mm. with maybe Oakland. I do like Oakland this week. So um, prop bets I like heading in tonight. Lindsay, over 70 and a half rushing yards. Also, there's a fun prop bet. Lindsay, 100 rushing yards and Denver wins for plus 440. Wow. Plus 440? A thousand on that? I might throw a little coin on that. I love where Jalen, you're so rich, Jalen. I'll put a thousand on that. I was thinking like $10. Yeah, yeah, I know. 344. Just put a thousand on that. I'll $25 on that. $1,000, no problem. Uh, Portland Sutton. Number one wide receiver in Denver with most targets so far this season. Mm. I love him over four and a half receptions. Also, Freeman. You've got Lindsey and Freeman. Little duo in the back. Lindsey runs the football. Freeman catches the football. Love Freeman over three and a half receptions tonight. So those are my three favorite prop bets heading into tonight. What about some fantasy information for Jalen to disregard and lose? <laughs> yeah, dude. What, is what are you doing, watch, watch, watch Josh Jacobs. He's going to run all over Green Bay this week. Um, over Mike, Green Bay's defense? They're rushing, they're rushing defense yeah, they have all over. Yes. Uh, like they're, John Gruden in Oakland. They're coming off of a bye. John Gruden's going to be like, hand him the ball. Hand him the ball. Also, a little fantasy football nugget for you. Zay Jones traded from Buffalo to Oakland. Oakland has no wide receivers in their wide receiving core. Zay Jones available in probably everybody's waiver wire. If you're desperate at wide receiver, pick him up, see what happens. Um, they, they, they're both, um, the general manager and Gruden are big fans of Zay Jones and he was doing nothing in Buffalo. But fantasy wise, two huge sleepers I like this week. Jared Goff. 75% completion percentage when in a clean pocket in Atlanta. They're not getting Wait, wait, wait. It. Someone in the media is talking positively about Jared Goff? And that would be me. Am I the wow. outlier? Am, am I the outlier? Yes, yes. Am I the outlier? Well, you're the outlier because I've been talking negative about the Falcons' performances and Dan Quinn keeping his job for the rest of the year yep. watching that Falcons defense. No, I don't think. Yeah, I don't. Why Dan Quinn took over the play calling on the defensive side of the ball? Because here's zero. Get this, guys. Zero sacks for the Atlanta Falcons the last three games. And wait, even better yet, this is even more like jaw dropping. Only one quarterback hit in the last two games. Two games? Two games. One quarterback hit. Zero sacks in three. So they're not getting after Jonathan Goff. He's going to have a clean pocket. I love the Rams. I love Goff. He's going to go off. And I mentioned earlier, uh, Michael Gallup, Eagles, most touchdowns to wideouts, 11, and also giving up uh, the most fantasy football points to the wideouts. And Gallup plays the wideout position uh, 82% of the time. Wow. This is great want, information. You got any more fantasy recommendations? That's it for fantasy. What about, since um, we're in the degenerate. Yes. Yeah, imagine yes. some gambling. If just someone was interested in, in perhaps, you know, introducing themselves just, to the world of sports gambling. Why are we tiptoeing around this? We're not. Like, we are, what do you mean? <laughs> we're not. We're not. Like, well, he's tiptoeing because yeah. he's a professional. Yeah, I work for the Disney Corporation. I'm not professional and I appreciate gambling. You have any more tips? Yes, I do. I love love the Rams minus three at Atlanta and probably one of my favorite picks is is the Jacksonville Jaguars minus three and a half against Cincinnati. Um, Leonard Fournette is going to run all over them and, uh, and also Cincinnati losing two of their DBs. Jackson and Kirkpatrick are out. DJ Shark. Five end zone targets. I think he scores a touchdown, and I love Jacksonville this week. So those are my two top plays, the Rams and the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is great information. You give our fan base 
great knowledge. Yes. Hopefully win that money. And win, win some money. money. <laughs> Jalen. Yes, sir. We have some interesting news coming out of the nation's capital. Does not involve the Nationals. Whoa. Broke the story earlier today. Shout out. Bradley Beal signed a two-year, $72 million extension. We had Wale in studio yesterday. We are talking about the Wizards. And one thing I did to prepare for the show is I looked at the Wizards roster. And it's not the most impressive roster out there. So they lock in Bradley Beal for two more years. Jalen. Yes. What does this tell you about the Wizards' plan moving forward? So, shout to Tommy Shepard. Mm-hmm. Who's a friend of mine. Shout out. We were both in Denver at the same time. Oh. So both of us watched each other's trajectory come to a point where I'm doing national television shows and he's the general manager president of the Wizards and what I will say is in an era where players get so unhappy really quick and want to be moved when they look at a roster like you just said look at a conference and know that they're not a contender not close and want to get traded yes like I was, if, if you're, someone told me there's going to be Bradley Beal news this morning, I would say he either asked for a trade or got traded. Now he's signed to stay in, in Washington. Can I tell you my favorite thing about Bradley Beal? Yes, you can, Besides sir. Besides the fact that he's 20 years younger than me and people say we look alike, he's the only all-star the last two seasons. They play all 82 games. Two years you, in a row. You, you, you know how much I like that. I know you love that. Right. I know you love that. Also, plays defense. Correct. Doesn't just play offense. Dribble pass. Plays defense. Shoot, continue to improve his playmaking ability. Will dunk on you. I love his court demeanor. I like the fact that he's doubling down on one of my favorite nicknames. John Wall is the hustle. He's when he has the basketball. Going in to end, getting you 10 assists, getting you two steals. And Bradley Beal reminds me of Ray Allen. Reminds me of Allen Houston well, with a handle. There's one He's aspect the to this deal that we should talk about. It's a two-year deal, which means when that is up, there's a potential for him to sign a five-year, $266 million deal. So if he plays 82 games for the next two years and he be, you know, comes to that all-star level and puts himself in position to sign a five-year, I'm going to say it again, $266 million deal. Maybe that's what he has in mind when he signed this this piece of paper this morning. But also, I appreciate the enthusiasm that dynamic duels have brought us across the league. Mm-hmm. With the Lakers, with the Clippers, with the Rockets, with the Mavs, the Philadelphia 76ers. But you know what I also appreciate, and I'm going to keep bringing this up all year. So if you get tired of me talking about this, Probably already this is the wrong program. I also like those players that say, like Jimmy Butler, I want to craft my own path to success. That's what Bradley Beal is doing right here. I guess. It could have been so easy for him to say, I want to go join. That's what I would do. X team. I'm gone. I'm looking around and I see Ian Mahimi and Mo Wagner and Ish Smith. I'm like, I'm out of here. No, no shots at those guys. Correct. But, but let me tell you the difference between you and him. I want that two hundred and sixty-six million. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. The Lakers, because you know what I could do with that money, right? I could buy as many rings as I want. <laughs> the Lakers and the Warriors met in the preseason late last night, and Anthony Davis and LeBron James didn't put up huge numbers, but there were some flashes of absolute brilliance from both of them last night against the Warriors. Now, Anthony Davis 
Had a quick something to say about his new teammates and LeBron James. Let's listen to AD. So I was joking with LeBron earlier. Said it's the first time in a while where you know I can have five or six points, whatever it was at halftime, and we we're up thirty. Everybody has has a role, and you know when you have guys all over the board who can score the basketball, um, you know you don't need to do everything, every possession. This is what happens when you decide winning is the most important thing. I'm not an all-time great player, but one thing I learned at a very young age is to buy into a system and to buy into a program. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to Detroit Southwestern High School because it's a basketball factory. And in ninth grade, yeah, you playing JV. Top flight middle schooler, you own JV. Same with the University of Michigan being a part of the Fab Five. And that's what I love about KD also. When he played with Russ... There were games. I looked down at the stat sheet. Both of them have 40. Yep. This is what I like about Anthony Davis and the maturity of his game and mentality. At some point, as one of the top five players in the game, you know what he had to look in the mirror and say? I'm not going to get it done. I'm not the best player on the championship team. I'm not going to get it done. So I need to go join a guy that can help me get there. And so many times in today's landscape, it's really important for me to point this out, Jacoby, because young people think... I'm going to do the Stefan Diggs. I'm going to get upset about my role. Mm-hmm. I'm going to miss practice on Tuesday and miss meetings, get fined $200,000, and then the reward is going to be three touchdowns. That works for a very few talented NBA or NFL players, but that don't work in don't normal work life. No. Okay? What is the responsibility of the best player? I hear so many guys get in interviews. My team. My guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the dude, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you the dude, right? You the dude, they help us win. Your responsibility is to make us better. Mm-hmm. That's your responsibility. And what I saw from LeBron and AD giving up good shots to get great shots. That pick and roll you saw, and we covered the game on countdown. There was a high pick and roll. LeBron drops it to AD. AD throws it Lob. over the top. To JaVale McGee. Yep. They, they look good together. I mean, I know it's preseason, blah, 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 whatever. But with the Lakers, when they always, like, shuffle the deck in the roster every year, you don't know how it's going to look, and it looks pretty good. But, Jalen, really quickly, did you go to Southwestern because you got kicked out of St. Cecilia's? Well, I got kicked out of St. Cecilia's <laughs> at the seventh grade. Oh, okay. Okay. And then I, okay. Went, I went to Precious Blood, and that's when I came into my own. Oh, okay. 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 I was upset. I'm sure you were. There, there were I'm games, sure you were. just so you know, there were games in eighth grade where we had 45 points and I had 39. So you were an upset, Jalen. We have another upset, Jalen, in the news. Jalen Ramsey. But he's no longer upset. He had this to say about the new lease on life he has in Los Angeles. Like I said, I was overjoyed. I was super, super excited. Um, one, I mean, a fresh start and a fresh start, uh, a place like L.A. Um, with the culture that I've heard about here. And uh, I'm a young guy still. Everybody around here is kind of young. Uh, I feel like, you know, it'll be a little bit more understanding. Um, so, yeah, I was just I was just honestly super excited. I don't know. Words can't really describe it. I'm, f- I'm feeling pretty good. Um Getting better and better every day. Feeling pretty good, really. You think his back feels better? You think the back's okay? I like that I can say certain things that everybody else thinking. And I love his old dog menace to society braids. I did too. They're starting to get they're starting to get a little a little fuzzy. He's gonna get it redone. I like him. And now that he's in Los Angeles too, I like him. Now that I he's like in Los him. Angeles, I like those a lot. But in all honesty, what? 
He's such a very talented player.、Mm-hmm. He didn't feel like the Jags were using him right. Also, he didn't feel like the Jags were going to pay him right. That too. But also, if you feel like you're a shadow corner and they're not allowing you to do that, you want to be in a system that's going to allow you to be like your idol, Deion Sanders, who sat on an island. And I know sometimes you have to make concessions for the other guys on the field defensively.、Yeah. But if you have that guy, you got to use that talent. Wade Phillips with the Rams is going to do it. I would love to be the owner, Stan Kroenke, and show up in practice one day and, like, okay, I got Aaron Donald on my line. Jalen Ramsey back there. I got Jalen Ramsey back there. There's another thing. So let's, let's, let's think about Mr. Kroenke because Jalen's on the fourth year of his rookie deal. Okay. And they just gave up two first rounders to bring him to Los Angeles. Do you know what that indicates to me if I'm Jalen Ramsey? They want me to be here. And do you know what that means? They're about to pay me to be here. Like, I would not be surprised if. With this offseason, you see across the ticker, Jalen Ramsey signs, blah, 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 $100 million or whatever. That, the Rams. That's great information. You heard it here first, David Jacoby, and you're exactly right because there are certain players that you know that I'm going to be able to rely on for a decade.、Mm-hmm. In my opinion, the reason why I love the defensive back in the safety position is the toughest, other than quarterback, to play on the field. Those guys have to be fast. They have to be strong. They have to be knowledgeable. And with the rule changes, they have to be on their heels so very much because you can't be physical with the receivers. Yet at the same time, you got to be able to, to attack the football. He's one of the best at doing it. And by the way, you don't. Hold on. What's that? Rams, Rams training staff on the phone.、Uh, what, is the back feeling better? Uh, uh, he's healthy. Oh, he's back. He's healthy.、Better? He's healthy.、Oh, his, 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 his back is healthy. He's ready to go. It's a medical、Sunday. miracle. It's a medical miracle. Gosh, Jalen, I'm so glad your back feels better. <laughs> Very special guest today.、Mm-hmm. Miles Brown in studio joining Jalen Jacoby. Thank you so much for taking the show, my man. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be here. We're excited、It's、to have you. It's good to、too. have somebody on the show that's actually talented and works hard. We appreciate <laughs> you joining us. Thank you. Thank you, Jalen. Thank you, Jalen. Thank you. You work very hard. You're now in the middle of your sixth season、yes. of Blackish. Yes. You know when you get to season six, you are on a hit. Yes. What's、Thank、it、you. feel like to sort of grow up on the set?、Um, it's crazy because. I, you know, since I've been on the show since the beginning, it's like, it feels like it was just yesterday when we started the pilot. And now that we're in season six, it's just even crazier. And I feel like、um, just the characters and, and you know, the,、um, how we've all evolved from the show since the, you know, day one, it's been crazy. I'm, I'm excited about, you know, what keeps going. What do you do to keep your life as normal as possible since you're really successful, but you want to be able to enjoy your childhood?、Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like. For me, since、uh, I feel like it's easier when you're a kid because you still, if you're lucky, I feel like for me, I still have my friends that I had, you know, when Blackish started. And、um, I've had the same friends, you know, family's always been the same. They've always treated me the same.、Um, my neighborhood where I've always grown up, the school I went to, just everybody treated me the same, you know, since before Blackish. And I feel like、um, the way my family, my friends treat me, I feel like that's just keeps me, you know, the same as when Blackish started. So I feel like that's what really keeps you grounded. And、um, if you don't have that, I feel like you'll be, you know, go off trace. But I feel like it's really important to have those,、um, the people around you to you know, surround yourself. So, Miles, I'm, I'm what's called a die easy fan. Like, it's the opposite of a die hard fan. Listen I just pick to new this, teams、Miles. and new players. Listen to this. Whenever listen to this. Listen to what this adult、like、has to say. Well, I'll just jump off that bandwagon、uh, onto a new one. 
So what team uh, is your team okay. in the NBA? So this this topic I've had to explain a lot because, you know, this is brought up my whole life. So I've had to explain this to a lot of people. I don't mind explaining it because it doesn't really make sense once you, you know, get into it. <laughs> but I, I was born in 2004. All right. So this is the year right after LeBron was drafted. So ever since, you know, my, my all my family are Lakers fans. Mm-hmm. But because, you know, I'm from California. But I was always raised watching, you know, the Lakers, what my family showed me, and then I was always watching the Cavaliers. LeBron, you know, LeBron was on the team, Cavaliers was doing good, and I feel like that was the team that I've started watching when I was super young, and I feel like um, ever since LeBron's went on to the Heat, back to the Cavs, I've always stayed a Cavs fan, because that was like the first team I watched, and that was the first team I became a fan of, but since LeBron's my favorite player, I'll still support the team, you know, whatever team he's on, but my favorite team will still always be the Cavs. And, but I'll support the Lakers, you know, cause he's on the team. LA, that's the, you know, um, city. And I feel like, um, hopefully, uh, hopefully they win this year, but you know, I've always got to stay a Cavs fan. So if that doesn't make sense, I think it, I think it makes sense, you know, if I have to explain it to somebody. That makes perfect. Makes a lot more sense than being a die easy fan, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> now, you're, I think you're going to have to James... worry about explaining on this show because this guy <laughs> jumped bandwagons all of the time. Uh, no, all no, of the no. time. I don't Who know. Do you I think... mean, Go ahead, go ahead. As an NBA junior reporter, who do you mm-hmm. think is the greatest player of all time? This is a this is a tough call. I feel like I've always had this debate. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go with LeBron. I'm gonna go with LeBron Thank James. You. I feel like I feel like I, I you know when I say this, I don't want people being like, oh, you're only saying that because you're a LeBron fan. I personally think if LeBron were to play a game versus Le- uh, Jordan. I would think LeBron would win. He could just obviously back him down. He could do whatever he needs. He's done it against every other opponent, and I feel like he can do it against Jordan. I know Jordan has really good defense, but if we're going one-on-one, I got to go over LeBron. And I still say with the 5v5, 3v3, 1v1, so I got I I to go with my man LeBron. I agree as well. It's just different. Over time, players change. Just and evolved. I think right I now, like the, a game has evolved past the era in which Jordan and Jalen Rose played. So here's my question for you, though. So you are, let me get this right, you're an NBA junior reporter. Yes. That's an official title that you have. So you basically work in the media just like Jalen and I do now, yeah, too. I'm, uh, what are yeah. your responsibilities? Do you get paid? Do you have to go to meetings? Do you have to do conference calls? What does it mean being an NBA junior reporter? Uh, I have to, well, I mean, so basically the Junior NBA is a company that partners with the NBA, WNBA, and they do a lot of NBA clinics, you know, NBA cares with, you know, going to hospitals and, mm-hmm. and you know, supporting children, making sure that, you know, they have the teamwork skills, basketball skills. And um, I'm their junior NBA reporter. So basically what I get to do is I get to pretty much do what you guys do. I get to go to the games, interview the players. But I ask them more kid questions that the kids would want to know what I would want to know. And I feel like because I, I got to bring this idea up to the junior NBA. And I feel like when I was watching, when I'd be watching these games, Nobody that would be asking them questions or asking them the questions that are super interesting for the fans' perspective, I feel like, for me, the kids. And um, I thought it was super important to, you know, ask them these questions that the kids would want to know. And, yes, I do I do meetings, you know, conference calls, all that stuff. <laughs> yes. What are some of those questions that you feel like the adults normally don't ask the players that you feel like kids will want to hear? The first thing that I thought of when I was in, you know, the meeting with them and what I've always wanted to see – I've always had to zoom in in the middle of the game and pause the game to zoom in and see what shoes mm. they're wearing. 
They don't, they don't, they don't talk about that stuff on the game. I'm trying to see what shoes they're wearing. Like LeBron, game seven of the, uh, of the NBA finals 2016. I was trying to see what shoes he was wearing because those were unreleased. <laughs> you gotta zoom in on the shoes, bro. You gotta zoom in on the shoes. So I've always wanted to see that. And I feel like I'm the person that can deliver that message to the kids and the people who want to know the fashion, everything that goes on other than the game. Well, you are living in Los Angeles. Now, you're a Cavs fan, but there's obviously a lot of focus in the NBA in Los Angeles right now with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the Clippers, Anthony Davis and LeBron James on mm-hmm. the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I lived there for a while. Jalen's lived there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Are the Clippers gaining ground in the minds and hearts of the L.A. sports fans? I think they are. They, I mean, they definitely are in terms of basketball. I just feel like in a culture-wise... I don't know if they're fully there yet, but in a basketball term, obviously, yeah. I, I think the Lakers Clippers are the top two teams in the NBA. Um, but for culture in LA, like, you know, where I live and, and seeing my whole culture and everybody who's, you know, Lakers fans, Clippers fans, I feel like Lakers still the more obviously dominant, uh, culture wise. But basketball, it's a tough decision. I still think the Lakers are better though. I still mm. think the Lakers, I feel like I was watching Summer League, uh, or not Summer League, preseason and, like LeBron dishing it to AD in the paint is just unstoppable. You can't you can't stop that. AD and JaVale McGee or Dwight Howard in the paint, that's just not stoppable. You can't stop that. You can't. Jay? I talked a lot about that as well. The Lakers size up front. And you mm-hmm. add Kyle Kuzma once he comes back from his injury. Right. right. He's 6'9", too. I'm trying right. to tell people, Miles, that he's going to help create a big three in L.A. with the Lakers. Right. And I think I think LeBron being point guard, hopefully he hopefully he is point guard because I don't know some of the games he wasn't playing point guard, but hopefully he is because that I feel like that'll just make the team even better with LeBron. Um, I think Danny Green, Kuzma, and mm-hmm. then we got AD, and then Dwight Howard or Javale McGee. That's just like the most unstoppable starting five you can ever have. Like I love Danny Green for them. You got Avery Bradley to guard opposing point guards, which there yep. are a lot of good ones in the West. Yep. So tell us again. Sixth season of Blackish. Oh, yeah. What can we expect coming down the pipe for Blackish fans uh, like us? Well, yeah, I just saw a clip of one of the episodes that's coming up this week or next week. I feel like it's just a lot about, you know, Jack's growing up. He's 13 now, so he's starting, you know, he's he's a teenager. He's growing up. He's he's exploring more of what he can do, what he's passionate about. And I feel like it's super important because I'm 14. I'm about to turn 15, but I'm still going through the things that Jack is going through. Mm. So it's really relatable to me and a lot of young teenagers who are, you know, exploring and, and want to know what they're passionate about. And it's really important for Jack and Diane. And and uh, I feel like all the characters are just really evolving this season. And it's a lot. Be- there's a lot of stuff going down this season. Well, on behalf of Jalen and I, we want to say thank you so much for taking the time to come through. Thank you, Miles Brown, my guy. You are not oh, yeah. just a huge star now, but we're going to be having you on the show for oh, decades yeah. to come. I can already tell. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I'm excited to do it. James Harden, forty points last night. Mm. He had forty points, seven for sixteen from three. Seven for eight from the free throw line. Now, I expected a drop in production from James Harden because Russell Westbrook is going to be his backcourt mate. Interesting, just from the preseason, he's been producing. Do you think that he could put up the numbers he did last year playing with Russell Westbrook? So I need to become a former basketball player for a second. I thought you were before, but that's fine. And what I'm about to say, I'm not happy about Oh no! I voted for James Harden to be MVP the last two years. I remember going down to Russell Westbrook when he's a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder mm-hmm. and hugging my brother 
because people were assassinating his character and talking about his style of play. Oh. And since then, he's averaged a triple-double for three straight years and won MVP. Mm-hmm. Something bothers me watching the Rockets play. What's that? And it's very earlier in the season. What's very that? early. I don't get too enthusiastic about the preseason, but there are certain trends that don't change. When we talk about dynamic duos, when you see LeBron James talking about Anthony Davis, he's being deferential. Mm-hmm. When you see Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, they're talking about sacrificing. Mm. When I'm watching the Rockets play, Harden playing the exact same exact way. Exact same way. Like Russ ain't even there. And you know what else he's doing? Distorting the spacing when he's not initiating the offense. And here's what I mean, ladies and gentlemen. Russell's running a pick and roll on the right wing instead of James Harden being one at the, of the top best of the three floor. Shooters, one of the best three-point shooters in the game. Or sliding to the left so that now if I get off the pick and roll, I could turn the corner and go down the middle or draw help and kick it to him. He's walking, drifting back towards half court. This is not new with James Harden. I've been talking about this, this not for new years. With James Harden. Okay, I pointed this out for years. This doesn't look like a great player partnership in the preseason. Let's see. Let's see. I'm going to reserve judgment. In the preseason. There, there, there's a little there's a little hint of, of, of maybe this isn't the, the perfect, most compatible two players in the world, but we'll, we'll reserve I, I, judgment I'm just until putting the it on wax season. Because you know how much I love Russell I Westbrook. Know, I know. When you gave him a hug, did you go straight in for the hug, or did you like a pound and then a hug? Straight in for a hug. Straight in for the hug. He, de- he, he, de- he deserved it. Jalen, every once in a while, there's some sound. There's a news story where I'm like, I need to hear Jalen Rose react to this. And the latest was this from John Calipari. If anybody supports more rounds in the draft, those more rounds are to get kids to go to the G League. You do not care about college basketball or you're trying to ruin college basketball. This is about... What are we encouraging a ninth or 10th grader to do? If you're for more than the two draft rounds in the NBA, you all know that's to draft for the G League and encourage kids not to go to college. I'm not for that. Jalen, I've been in the media a long time. I know what he's doing. He's getting ahead of it. He sees which way the wind is blowing. He's like, oh, okay, the one in Dunwall is going to go away. That means the top flight high school kids go straight to the league. And, oh, wait a second. You're going to have a third round in the draft trying to get some more kids to go to the G League. What is left for top flight programs like the University of Kentucky? If those two things happen, what is left for college basketball? So I love Coach Cal, and I appreciate that sound so much that I'm going to guarantee that I'm going to reach out to him and have him be a guest on our show because of this reason. He's exactly right. He is. When the player, when the top players are allowed to enter the NBA draft, by the way, they're only without really, going to college. Without going to college, that only represents really five people maximum a year. That it could be like eight, you know what I mean? But like, it's not like we're talking about that 20, are ready. 10, 20 players. But being ready and being developed is two different things. Mm-hmm. So when that player now is able to go from high school to the NBA draft. That means you have a second tier of players that are going to go to college. That don't mean they're going to be ready after one year. No. Because usually the same player that's ready after 12th grade 
is the player that was in theory by the system forced to go to college like a Zion Williamson. You've got a th- you've got th- third round of the NBA draft and you pick that guy that's not ready and you say, you know what? He'll be in Westchester for us for a year or two and we'll develop him there instead of him being developed in college. Well, I got some advice for the players. Oh, you do? You don't want to be a third, fourth round NBA draft pick. Let me tell you a sentence that has never been uttered by a young player that loves basketball. I can't wait to be in the G League. It's been my dream. I've always dreamed of playing <laughs> in front of 45 people. That that, 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 that that sentence has never been said. Okay? So now all of a sudden, you create a third round of players that make less than $100,000 a year to play basketball. Their infrastructure is to play in the G League, to play overseas. And you know what happens to those guys? They don't make it to the NBA. It's hard to get back. It's hard to get back. Jalen, we had Jalen Ramsey in the news. Big day for Jalen's. Now we have Jalen Brown in the news. So the extensions are up in about a week. Mm -hmm. So there are some players that are looking, you know, you guys, you're going to take care of me. One of those players is Jalen Brown. Reportedly, as part of the negotiations, Jalen Brown was offered $80 million in a four-year deal, $20 million a year. He turned that down. So, Jalen, what do you think about that Jalen sort of betting on himself and saying, if you're going to sign me to extension, you're going to sign me to big money because I'm going to be a star? I try to do a better job of acknowledging this because this was important to me as a young person. The people that I feel would be successful in life if they didn't have basketball. Ah, Jalen Brown falls into that category. Yeah, yeah. He's intelligent. CJ McCollum, too. He's indisciplined. I would bet on myself, too. Here's why. A couple of years ago, he and Tatum were looking eye-to-eye as ba- breakout prospects. Mm-hmm. He took a step back to the point last year where he was a substitute. He was. This year, he's going to be a starter. And I got a case study for you as a contract that I'm walking into the office with. Harrison Barnes. He got paid more than that already. Mm-hmm. If you're going to be starting for the Celtics... I anticipate the Celtics definitely will be better this year than they were last year. Mm-hmm. You don't sneeze at $80 million ever. No. However, he now as a starter and as a two-way player is going to play his value, his value to more money up. than his that. His value is going yeah. up. That's great advice, Jalen, for that, Jalen. Yeah. Miles Garrett tweeted this. I can't wait for you to see this. A fan hopped out of his car to take a picture with me and then punched me in the face. Hmm. Put your legs into it. Might have actually made me flinch. First of all, Jalen, I see you take pictures with fans all day, every day. What would you do if one punched you in the face? See, Miles Garrett is a gentleman and a scholar. And he's really athletic. Gigantic. Physically imposing. Hurts people for a living. This is the thing that stinks about being an athlete. Because... Had he broke that person's jaw, cost him $10 million. We'll be talking about a lawsuit. So when he tweeted, people get giggles. But here's what I want to tell fans. Put your legs into it? No. I'm walking down the street and people are driving in their cars. I'm from the hood. I am not walking up to your vehicle. (laughs) Don't yell at me from your car. Don't yell at me. Yeah. And think I'm going to walk over to your car. Jalen, sometimes there are images and video that we need to break down in minute detail. So, you and I need to go to the table. Jordan Clarkson was minding his own business in Ohio and he saw a wedding. So, what did he do? 
crashed it. Jordan Clarkson got all up in the video. Here he is with the groomsmen. He's got a Tupac t-shirt on. Look at that. Look at the bride and groom. This is this makes me so happy. If you were having your wedding, would you welcome Jordan Clarkson in all your photos, or would that be kind of annoying? So basically, this just tells me one thing. What's that? He's single. <laughs> That's the only reason that he's going to he, wedding. He, he's single. He's single. Single. He, he's single. He's trying to catch Jeff, him astray. Ladies, George Clarkson is officially single. <laughs> we know that now. <laughs> I want to thank Miles Brown for coming by. I want to thank Anita Marks for making us all richer and making Jalen's fantasy team win this weekend. We'll be back tomorrow. Why is that, Harris? We're not done. We're not done. I love what it do, baby. Yeah.